0: Welcome to Bougie Booth, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another
1: mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture,
0: culture, culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. So how are you on this hot, hot, lovely debut?
1: Well, I'm doing great because it's funny because everyone says how hot it is, but I really don't feel that SoCal heat. Uh, you know, even when it's over 100, I'm, I think it's like 85 degrees, and people are like, it's 104. I'm like, is it?
0: <laughs> well, what's interesting is so I've been out and about walking a lot today for work purposes, and it is hot. And finally, I've been able to sit down and kind of cool down. And so now, I'm cool, but Mm -hmm. it took a while because I it was like that wet, sweaty, nasty heat.
1: Oh no, yeah. And plus we don't need people dropping like especially you boo from heat stroke.
0: Oh no, nobody. Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, other than that, other than uh well the hot heat to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, other than the hot heat to other people, I've been (laughs) I've been chilling and I've been happy because I as i said in previous uh podcasts that i was going to go see luna uh k-pop girl group mm-hmm. in concert so i did go see them here in la at the will theater in august
0: okay how was that
1: it was actually a great show and to let listeners know i personally am not a big luna fan like i like i have i like a few of their songs uh-huh. and i i'm from, i'm very familiar with the group some of the members and things like that but i don't stand them like i do some other groups but a friend of mine really wanted to see them. So I went to go along and it actually was a really fun experience. I knew more songs than I thought I would know. The girls were really bubbly and they had good personalities and there were fun segments in between their songs where they did a Luna's Got Talent videotape portion. And each of the girls kind of showed off funny or strange talents that they had and just made the audience laugh. And
0: so what were some of the funny or strange talents?
1: one tried to be a ventriloquist, but she was a really bad one <laughs> and and so the the her group member in the video package, the group members would be the judges, and they would just kind of like look dismayed or laugh at their <laughs> at their uh, person who was doing their talent um and
0: they were like, "No girl, yeah, <laughs> try something else
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, there was just a uh, little uh, different things that they would do and I'm trying now that I'm on the spot, I can't remember, but some of them were really cute. And But the audience just had a good time watching. I felt like it was a little too long, but there are 12 members. Um, they did three acts, so they split them up. So there were like four talents uh, for each act. Mm-hmm. It's not like we watched all 12 at once. <laughs> uh, but and, and it's a good time for the, the, the ladies to go get a costume change or just take a breather because there's a lot of choreo that they do with their songs as well. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I enjoyed, uh, they sounded good live. I enjoyed everything that they did um i don't recall there wasn't one song where i was like oh i don't like the song so that was good
0: well that's good and then i know that we had mentioned in a few episodes back that um the will theater it was like a nice smaller intimate type theater so mm-hmm. you were you're okay with your seats and you were able to see the group and take yes, good, w- good pics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're twofold they're, they're saying both sides of the spectrum one the seats were good in terms of the view Uh like you could see the group really well I was in the balcony uh, or the the mezzanine sorry and so that's towards the top but the again the theater is small and intimate so I actually had a good view I was able to get good video footage of them and pictures so it turned out well but this because it is an old theater the seating is tight like the the seats are small And the the rows are really, really like oh. small. Like uh, people have to literally get up for you to pass by, and even some cases, you know, it's not conducive to the size that we Americans tend to be these days. So,
0: you know. so See, it's we, like we thick double C <laughs>
1: <laughs> But so once, and this is it's not just us, but just an average person, an average American these days. I think from when they built this theater people were smaller probably but I don't know what they were thinking giving people I don't know less than a foot of space to what passed by and this was pre you know stay six feet away from me <laughs> uh, yeah definitely for sure and so but you know there was a and I don't know it's not to knock the gentleman next to me he was much bigger than like he was pretty big but he fit himself into the seat but, you know, I, was, I, was, I just want to be like, bless his heart, because he was really enjoying the hell out of this concert. Oh, that's
0: good. That's yeah. good.
1: So. So I was having fun watching him have fun. But, uh, you yeah, know, and then the cool thing was everybody had their Luna light sticks. And a lot of K-pop groups, they have light- designated light sticks for their fans. Uh-huh. And so you buy a light stick, and they're usually really pretty or nice or cool looking depending on the boy group or girl group and everyone brings their light stick and they wave them at the same time and the cool thing about the luna light stick is that there's 12 different colors each color to represent one of the girls Mm -hmm. so you could put on the color that your favorite girl represents i
0: like that i thought i thought you were going to say you have to buy all 12 (laughs) to get the complete set
1: No, you just have to cycle through all the light colors. (laughs) And that was kind of a pain. It's like, oh, okay, um, Kim lips up. I'm going to find her color.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sit there, clicking the button real quick.
1: But, or, you know, um, you can, yeah, you could either put the color of your favorite girl or you could, as a girl has a solo part, you could... You know, use their colors so that they know you're thinking of them. because they, they can look out and see their colors out there. It's pretty cool. And they
0: can draw inspiration from that. You know, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: so good. it was a good. Oh, and the other thing that happened at that concert was before we went in, um, we ran into Kimchi from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh,
0: I thought it was a different person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but how was that? How was that? It was cool. Like my friend spotted them even with Kimchi wearing uh, her mask. And so, you know, my friend asked, "Are you Kimchi?" And they said yes. And so we took a picture with him, uh, them. So
0: yeah, that was okay. pretty
1: cool. Oh, but awesome. they were they were out of drag though. So,
0: but that's still good that you he was able to recognize your friend mm-hmm. was able to recognize him.
1: Well, them. yeah, Kimchi. I mean, pretty recognizable because even for a Korean, they're pretty tall. Like yeah. they're, I think, over six foot. And yeah, they're. Yeah, pretty easy to recognize Kimchi out in the crowd, I think.
0: Like, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we were like, oh, you're you're a Luna fan. But actually, I was reading through later through a Kimchi bio and it stated that uh Kimchi is a big Luna fan. So I was like, duh, of course they were at the concert.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a good time.
1: Yeah. So how about you? What about you? Any taking in any sounds lately? <laughs> well, it's funny because
0: um right around the time he went to go see Luna. I went to the Blue Note Jazz Festival. And so that was actually a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. I would say probably top five festivals I've been to. I've been to a lot of festivals, been to a lot of concerts, really enjoyed this one. Um, This one was first annual, so I'm really hoping that they continue um, this tradition. And so this particular festival was in the Napa area. And it was actually in St. Helena. So St. Helena is next to Napa, but it's all wine country and it's all up north. And so originally the trip was supposed to be a girl's trip, but tickets sold out so quickly, like as soon as they went on sale, they sold out because the lineup was so great. And we'll get into the lineup a little, a little bit later. But, um, I, me and my sister, we got our tickets. And then by the time my friends wanted to get their tickets, there were no tickets available. So it turned into a girl's trip, into a family trip, because my parents, and shout out to my parents, because they're the real MVP. Um, My dad, he drove us up. So it was a road trip, which I really enjoyed, because it's been a while since I've ridden in my parents' car for like Did you feel like a little
1: girl back in the day?
0: I did, because here I am in the back seat. You know, my dad's (laughs) driving, and my mom's in the passenger seat. My little sister's next to me. So I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, I have to say, it's probably a weird feeling because it's I hardly ever, ever sit in the back seat of my car. And I think I've, I've done that one time and it just felt like the strangest thing.
0: It does because like, you know, psychologically, like this is not where you sit in your car, you know? Yeah. But I know in my dad's car, he has a, a giant truck, right? And no one drives the truck but him. So obviously he's going to drive his truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Um, and then without them, me and my sister, we would have had to fly to Sacramento, rent a car from Sacramento to drive down to the Fairfield area Mm -hmm. because our hotel was in Fairfield and then Fairfield was about a 30 to 40 minute drive to St. Helena, because if you're familiar with like that area, there's not that many chain hotels in the Napa area, but there's a lot of cute little bed and breakfasts and like Mm -hmm. boutique hotels. And so I mean, my budget was not going to allow for a boutique hotel for this particular weekend because some of those boutique hotels, they can be like upwards of $1,000 a night. And no, I just was not paying that. So it is, it
1: is the Napa area too.
0: Yeah, so um, but we did leave on a Friday morning and then um, we got to Napa probably around, well, Fairfield area. We got to Fairfield area around six. But that's just because we made a couple of stops. It wasn't just like a straight shot, straight through. It was like, we stopped for snacks and stopped for gas <laughs> and stopped to stretch our legs, you know? So, and I was laughing because this one particular time we stopped at the gas station to, you know, use the restroom and get snacks and things like that. And so, you know, stores now they really don't give out bags, right? It's yeah. like you, you take mm-hmm. your items. And so my mom, she asked the cashier, she's like, can I have a bag? And the girl says, they're 15 cents. And she says it just like that. And my mom says, okay, here. She like throws a (laughs) corner on the counter. And I'm like, okay, mom. Okay. Well, mom's like, I mean, does she really think I couldn't afford a 15 cent bag? You know? And so I was like, it's okay, mom, I'll, I'll take the bag for you. I put the items in the bag. We walked out. But I don't know if it was maybe the agitation of just being in the car so long, but Mm -hmm. the way my mom was like, okay, here. (laughs) I'm like, mom, she didn't do anything to you.
1: (laughs) Did your mom say, keep the change too?
0: (laughs) um, She said it with her actions because she slammed the corner down and walked away. It just tickled me because I, I know my mom probably was looking at the girl like, okay, like, here's a quarter. Give me a bag, you know?
1: Yeah, but see, sometimes it is the tone because it's like you have to come correct at people, right? You can't just be a, a give an attitude. It's 15 cents, and that implies a lot, especially when you're saying that to a person of color. And you, you might be saying, okay, I don't know if you can afford 15 cents, but it's like, what the hell? Right. You know. So, I'm, mean, you know, I don't know. And, you know, you're in the area that's predominantly a certain way.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then when we were walking out, my mom explains to me, she's like, I always grew up never walking out the store with just items in your hand. So again, going back to, you know, like she doesn't yeah. want to be profiled. Like I just took this stuff off of the shelf and walked out. No, I paid for these items. Mm-hmm. Now put them in a bag so I can walk out the store with the bag.
1: Yeah, But even besides that factor, it's just customer service in general. But, you know, our kids today, the kids who work in these stores, they don't have it. You know? Yeah, oh, they don't. It's, it's a lost art. Really, it is.
0: Yeah. But um, for our listeners out there who didn't know about Blue Note Jazz Festival. So this festival was hosted by Dave Chappelle. And and just that right there is like, oh my god, I it know. was. And then it's funny because you know what Dave Chappelle renamed Napa?
1: <laughs> you tell us.
0: He said, "We made Napa Valley into Nappy Valley,"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the whole crowd went crazy.
1: <laughs> but well, okay. I kind of knew that's where it was going, but you know, I needed you to say it.
0: Well, didn't I mention it to you that he said that?
1: no that's the first i'm hearing
0: (laughs) but yeah i thought that was just so funny and so okay when tickets originally went on sale it was a two-day event right so got our tickets all excited three weeks after the tickets went on sale they added a third day
1: oh my goodness
0: and so i'm thinking okay cool the ticket that i have is going to include that third day no no The the extra day was an additional two hundred and twenty five dollars. Oh my
1: goodness!
0: On top of so for me and my sister, we paid four hundred and thirty five dollars each for a two day ticket. But when you factor in how many acts you're seeing and you you divide it by that, it's really not that much money if you think of it that way. Yeah. But um, so the third day that they added was Friday. So it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the festival was held at Charles Krug Winery. And so just a little bit of background about the winery. It opened in 1882 for public tastings and uh, Charles Krug Winery is home to California's very first tasting room. And so Mm -hmm. a little little history behind there. And so now the state is a world-renowned winery. And then for our listeners out there, just to let you know who was the artist present at this jazz festival okay so friday july 29th shaka khan can't go wrong with the shaka khan right um and then you have the other like jazz artists that you may or may not have heard of so Kamasi washington mad lib chris dave and the Drumheads, kenny garrett alex isley very good singer i I like her music domi and jd beck Kiefer, amber of moonchild marcus strickland twilight dj jahi sundance And then there was a dinner party portion of that Friday night and Snoop Dogg, right? So Snoop Dogg was there. And then um, the artist in residence was Robert Glasper. So he's a very famous jazz artist. And then uh, Saturday, July 30th, it was Yasin Bey and Talib Kwali, and they performed Mm -hmm. as Black Star. And so some of our listeners may know them as separate artists, but they do have a group and then also Yasin Bay, so you may know him as Mostaf. Deaf. so Most Deaf is his other name. Other acts for Saturday, Thundercat, Flying Lotus, The Soul Rebel, Rebels, featuring Jizza and Talib Kweli, Keon Harold, which I met him actually, oh. very nice person. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Keon Harold, he's a trumpet player. He plays trumpet for all different artists and then most recently he's on Beyonce's newest album Renaissance so hey. he's, playing, he's playing trumpets for that so very nice person shout out to Keon thank you it's so nice meeting you um there were also phony people that were there Isaiah Sharkey Domi, so and JD Beck again Butcher Brown and DJ Jahi Sundance and Robert Glasper was the artist in residence so basically Robert Glasper he played background music for all of those acts and then uh, that day was hosted by Dave Chappelle, and then it was a bummer because Saturday I was really looking forward to Erica Badu. She was yeah. a special guest for Saturday, but she came down with COVID. Oh no. Yeah, so I hope she's better, so she didn't get to make it, so instead of her DJing the after party, Talib Kweli stepped in and DJed, but also DJed with dj jazzy jeff oh wow from from fresh prince so that was pretty cool yeah and then you know who else i met on saturday booth
1: who
0: robert glasper himself
1: (laughs) the man himself the
0: man himself that's cool you know a couple episodes ago when you were talking about comic-con and i asked you you know when you meet celebrities do you ask them to listen to bougie booth and you're like no i didn't yeah I did not ask Robert Glasper.
1: You know, it doesn't cross your mind when you're in there, but I'm trying to be better about that. The next time I do, I will.
0: Well, he he was so nice. And honestly, if I were to say like, listen, please listen to my podcast, he probably would have said, okay, sure. (laughs) So welcoming, so warm and friendly. And he was like on the festival grounds, just kind of walking around like everyone else. Yeah. And I recognized him. I know some other people recognized him, but he just didn't have a large crowd of people around him. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go ask him for a picture. That's so cool. yeah. I'm happy I did. So I was one of those people for that day.
1: So was, <laughs> oh, that was was, cool. <laughs> are you saying me?
0: <laughs> no, because you know how people say, I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> you know, so I was that person. So I got a picture with Robert Glasper and Keon Harold. And then um, Sunday, july 31st i think that was the best day in my opinion so uh starting from the first act to the the main event i guess i would say so dj jahi sundance frederick yanae Derek haj butcher brown i really like d smoke he's a local artist he's out of inglewood so um, d smoke inglewood sir tiffany boucher they're kind of like all family so he performs, he did a really good set. Um, 13, which is Farrell Munch. He's a rapper, Daru Jones and Marcus Machado. Chief Ajua, um, I was not familiar with him, but really did enjoy his set. And then Emily King, she came out. Okay. I really enjoy Emily King's voice, her soulful, nice, sultry voice. And then Karim Bailey Ray, she yeah. put on a very good set and then the night ended with Maxwell.
1: Hey. Yeah,
0: and again all hosted by Dave Chappelle and then Robert Glasper. He was playing uh, background music for all of the artists.
1: I'd oh. say I do love love. Did he do did Maxwell do this woman's work because I love his version? He
0: uh, he did. He did and of course everybody was singing off key. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's doing that falsetto. I don't know.
0: but okay so when you go to these jazz festivals you kind of have to have a game plan right because if you don't have a game plan you'll have a good experience but not so much
1: oh it sounds like comic con
0: (laughs) so so day one me and my sister kind of made the mistake of settling for the garden stage and not the main stage because the live music on the garden stage was so good and we were able to get good seating underneath the tree so we spread out our blanket and things like that and by the time we went over to the main stage there was nowhere to sit Mm. and so it really wasn't worth staying and so we knew that for day two we're just going to go directly to the main stage get a good seat underneath some shaded trees kind of like stake your spot and then wait for the better acts to come on so i'm kind of happy that that happened on day one because then it gave us an opportunity to kind of approach it differently
1: on, on day two. So,
0: and then um, I will say that there were some interesting food choices there (laughs) at the festival,
1: no butter sticks, fried butter,
0: (laughs) no fried butter and and shout out to the festival organizers, because there were a lot of choices there. So they had Al pastor poppy. So it was like a street taco stand Mm -hmm. cooked by Gio, And um, it kind of looked like Brazilian style meats oh yeah danny's vegan chef d by the bay so it was like fried fish and fried shrimp things like that zim cuisine cuisine which was zimbabwe food then they had urban spices so like chicken wings and french fries um austin's southern smoked barbecue they had an ice cream station they had a sushi monkey (laughs) which i was scared because i was like um i don't know sushi at a festival like what if it doesn't agree with you and you're kind of out in the festival grounds
1: and yeah i mean it's it's uh playing russian roulette there
0: (laughs) right and then um they had aunt betty's gourmet corn dogs (laughs) and so that was the one that i chose only because everyone had garlic fries and they smelled so good so me and my sister We shared a a, um, side of, well, it was a large, large side of garlic fries. I am personally not a hot dog fan. I think I mentioned that because I don't like, I don't like big hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But they had something I've never seen before. They had a hot link corn dog.
1: Oh, you know what? Um, Disneyland has that. Really? Mm -hmm. And I like that a lot
0: so is it good at Disneyland it's
1: really good but it's expensive
0: so this one was 16 bucks which I thought was reasonable because the size of it yeah. was was pretty big that's what she said But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the hot link corn dog but I've, see, I've seen a lot of people eating it so uh the hot link corn dog and the garlic fry seem to be the most popular of the day so um all in all I would attend this festival again, hands down. Like, like I said, it was top five festivals I've been to. And I've been commenting on everyone's posts because you know all of the artists who perform at Blue Note, I've been saying next year, come to Temecula because it would be kind of cool if one year they did NorCal mm-hmm. and then uh, next, the next year they did SoCal. It would be cool to alternate between those things because I think the Temecula area, one, would benefit from a festival like that. But two, it would give Southern California people more of an opportunity to travel or to go and see these artists. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm really hoping. But I mean, if not, I already have
1: my rooms reserved for next Hey, it's like (laughs) you just need the right person to see your comment. They're like, hey, that is a good idea.
0: You know, um maybe I should just call Robert and let him know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have the connection. (laughs) Mr. Glasper, she's calling you.
0: So yes, again, uh, Blue Note Jazz Festival. So happy that I was able to go and experience and witness that history. Um, I did not pay for the VIP ticket personally, but those who did, they actually got to sit in on, um, so Dave Chappelle, he has a podcast with Talib Mm -hmm. Kweli and Yasin Bey. And they got to sit in on a live taping of that podcast. So that was the only thing that I was kind of envious of. (laughs) but other than that it was great it was great and I got to see Charles Krug winery which has some historical significance and then my parents they really enjoyed it too because while me and my sister was at the festival they actually drove around Napa and they went to all of these wineries my parents did not drink but I thought it was so cute because they were tasting non-alcoholic wines (laughs) and then they were taking pictures in the vineyards I said, look at my my parents living their best life. And then they went to um, Lake Berryessa, which is a lake in that area and walked around the lake and kind of just enjoyed each other's company. So I'm I'm happy that me and my sister had a good time as well as my parents.
1: Yeah, that's great. Sounds like a good time. And I'm always happy when my parents go out and do things out in the world too.
0: It's so cute to see them. I was like, look at y'all on your little day -day." (laughs) date. So, but I know that you've tried a new restaurant recently because I saw some pictures. Yes, like I did. All the food looked delicious.
1: I have to say it was absolutely delicious. And the, I love the art restaurant itself. The setting, the ambiance was fantastic. Uh, but I will start by letting people know that it is a rather pricey, pricey restaurant so if you're thinking about a first date, you better like this person a lot because you don't want to plunk down all this money.
0: I was gonna say, take take this advice, boo-boo's. He's trying to help you.
1: yeah, I'm trying to tell you like I want to help anybody out because yeah, it's 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 too much for a first date, I have to say. But you know, we took our a friend of ours for a birthday celebration, and um I'll just run down to, we only had a few things because. It's a, one of those environments and restaurants where they encourage you to share dishes. Mm-hmm. And so you have to order a multitude of dishes, of course. But we, if some are big, some are small. Um, some are just right with the, the flavors and you only want to taste it. You don't need a whole bowl of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of our starters was a yellow yellowfin tuna tartare. And that came with quail egg, olives, anchovy mustard. And it was a really pretty dish as well. It was in this big glass bowl and you just kind of mix the uh there was a you wouldn't like this boo there's because a raw well,
0: egg is, is well yolk.
1: <laughs> there was a raw yolk, yolk, yolk on top and you mix it with the, everything in there yes I
0: already already know how it's served
1: yeah <laughs> but it was served unusually in the sense that it came with gem lettuce on the side so you have to take some of the tartare and put it in the lettuce and not necessarily make a lettuce wrap but eat it off the lettuce
0: that's interesting because I thought maybe something like that would be served with like a cracker or something possibly.
1: Yes, and that's what our comment was: is that it should have come with a cracker or toast because you need that difference in the textures to go yeah. with that the soft um, fish and egg yolk concoction to go with a, a crunchier texture because the the lettuce wasn't doing it for me. <laughs>
0: so you're saying the texture was like cat food. Like cat food texture. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't cat food. Was, but if it were, it was delicious cat food. Like meow. Fancy <laughs> feast. Yeah, it really was a fancy feast. But um, and I, I know I don't like to be gauche and give out prices. But just so our listeners know, that a small appetizer it was twenty six dollars, and then we had an Alaskan king crab pasta, which was a starter, wasn't a main, so it was a small amount. Um, but it, it came with a tagliatelle pasta. And there was chunks of Alaskan king crab in there and herb buttercrumb. And it was really good. I would, I could eat a whole bowl by myself. Mm. Uh, but we shared that amongst three of us because we were three of us there.
0: It was almost like those tuna cones that we had at Spago. Yes, oh, yeah. I, I could eat all the cones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all, you don't even know about this. Like we went to Spago and this is our first dinner trip together. And she could not stop raving about these tuna tartare cones <laughs> i'm still talking about them we still are to this day <laughs> to this day <laughs> but they are quite delicious They're a signature dish at spago to us to starter so yeah if every time you go if you go to spago y'all you should you should get those but uh the king crab tagatella pasta was 36 and then uh we got a market fish for the day and that was bronzino for that day and that was fifty. And they butterflied it open, grilled it, and then put um, herbs and and vegetables on top. Um, the presentation of for all the dishes are really nice for the most part. And then the big main thing we got was the dry aged beef tomahawk steak for two, mm. but that was one hundred and eighty dollars. And two, so. But that's the thing, though. Like looking at the cut of meat, because. They didn't give you the entire tomahawk steak intact. They actually sliced the meat for you. So
0: how do you know they're giving you the whole thing? uh, They try to play.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, (laughs) because then I looked at that steak and I was like, is that really for two? Because I could eat that. (laughs) But we made it work for, uh, well, for two. Because uh, technically, uh, my friend and I, we split the tomahawk steak and the bronzina was for my other the birthday boy Mm -hmm. he wanted the fish but we kind of shared took bites of each other's food like the fish was um flaky and buttery uh so I thought it was cooked well very well and it kind of melted in your mouth but the I have to say the tomahawk steak though was amazing it's an
0: experience
1: you know it is and that's the thing you have to go to fine dining knowing that it's an experience because you're going to get service presentation Mm -hmm. different flavors unique flavors yeah
0: well, and money can be made, right? Money can come back to you and time can't. So, I mean, if you have the opportunity for the experience, why not? Why not put heavier weight into the experience? That's what yeah. I would say. Or yeah.
1: as, you know, Aziz and Retta would say in Parks and Rec, you yourself. Yourself.
0: <laughs> I was trying to say it more eloquently, but yes, treat yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the signature item at Ardor, I didn't even say the name of the restaurant, it was Ardor, A R D O R. But their signature item is uh, uh, one of the dessert items. It's a gooseberry phyllo pizza.
0: So Ooh, it's, a, it's a dessert
1: pizza made out of phyllo dough. Mm-hmm. And um, they put edible flowers on top, gooseberry slices. Inside is like a gooseberry and mango jam. Mm-hmm. And it's very tart and sweet at the same time. And it's very refreshing on the palate. And so I would recommend it. However, I think maybe it's like a six to eight inch pizza, dessert okay. pizza, um, but the filo the dough is so crunchy and delicious. And, but it's $44 for that. And you do have to let them know at the start of your meal because it takes the whole time for them to bake this thing.
0: Oh, okay. And then that's what they're known for. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the majority of their guests are, wanting that dessert pizza
1: yeah in fact because they you know what this is one of those restaurants where they ask you to order everything at the top so they can serve it in a certain way mm-hmm. and so I had gotten towards the end of my food order and I said oh and we'd like and then she's like you want the filo pizza the waitress I was like yes that's we that's exactly what we would like ma'am she's like okay <laughs> no she was very polite but I was like I was like she done knew so. <laughs> But uh, it, it it, it's worth it. And I, I was commenting about how I would go back occasionally just to maybe have the tomahawk and the phyllo and some uh, a couple of drinks. And that's a really good night. Uh, but the So drinks, what you're
0: saying is a bougie booze business dinner. That's what I'm hearing.
1: Or just being fabulous, celebrating being <laughs> fabulous, right?
0: Why not? We can think of something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's uh, flavors you would definitely enjoy, boo. But so yeah, I would recommend if you're in the West Hollywood area. Oh, and then the other thing is about Ardor, the the ambiance itself, like it, there's an inside and an outside, but really the demarcation of where that is is weird because you go through the inside to go to the outside area, seating area, but there's really no door or window separating the two. Oh, so okay. it's really the, the, I mean, there's a roof over the inside, but then there's a there's a covering over the outside but it's mostly like vines and plants but the it's this tropical lush jungle setting they have on the outdoors Ooh. portion mm-hmm. and um and there's a area rugs and it almost gives like a like desert um tent feel
0: okay but, like but luxury luxury tent luxury yes. desert luxury i don't want to say camping but
1: no not camping outdoorsy, but
0: outdoorsy luxury outdoorsy right
1: like the you know the casbah of a sultan or something but yeah <laughs> but uh but uh, but you're surrounded by lush jungles too which is a
0: a good atmosphere especially like now right because people mm-hmm. want the fresh air
1: well and uh, it's funny that you mentioned I was gonna bring this up you say fresh air but not necessarily because the restaurant is right on sunset boulevard <laughs> and so the outdoor portion it's actually the restaurant is part of a hotel the addition the hotel and and so, it when you sit on the outer portion, you're near the street of sunset, but you, you don't know, see a lot
0: it. of people walking by. And so
1: there's cars and smog. So you have to kind of pull yourself into the fantasy. <laughs> but the ambiance really is good. But you know, and and the I didn't really the traffic and stuff didn't bother me too much. I it, I kind of it's far enough where it's not too bothersome unless a really loud motorcycle or sports car is driving uh-huh. by. But yeah, but I would still engage in or recommend that you, when you book a reservation, ask for the outdoor seating portion. The inside is really nice too. Everything is like white leather seating mm-hmm. and wood. And so it's got a really nice modern feel to it, but the outside is a lot different and it just creates a better ambiance.
0: Well, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank You're you for welcome. Shivering. Now I can't wait to <laughs> try those flavors. Well, so. not the, not the tartare.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, no quail egg for me, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, uh, you know, happy and full but I'm listening to the return of uh, an OG K-pop group. And so Girls' Generation, for those of you who listen to K-pop, are back, or SNSD. And, um, you know, the thing about them is they're back this year because it's their 15th year as a group together and so they actually
0: good for a group
1: yeah and and they all still like each other (laughs) (laughs) at least from what we see (laughs) well you can tell in the way they they interact with each other too but um so they're celebrating their 15th year and the last time they were all together with an album and a and a song was five years ago so girls generation fans have been starving for new things but the the women themselves have individually been very successful in their own careers mm-hmm. uh, before coming back together for this project and that's why fans are really emotional about it the song and the album are called forever one and the lyrics t- could be read as a relationship song but really if you read into it and you can tell the lyrics are b- about the relationship with girls generation with their fans and so you see fans reacting to the song and they're crying because they love them so much and you could tell the song is about the fans but it's a it's a nice relationship that k-pop artists had developed with their fans and um so yeah, they, they grew, The Girls debuted in 2007. It's a 10-track album. I like most of the songs on there, actually. There's one song that was really too experimental. Why is it too the...
0: experimental? Because the sound is not yeah. what they normally sound like.
1: Yeah, and it's, well, in it just even if it weren't them, it's a very experimental song in general. The beats are un- unusual. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a strange song. It's, but, but I'm glad they took a risk to try to do something different. Um and then just to mention the video itself, the, the, the ladies look amazing. Uh everyone still looks like a top-notch goddess level. Uh but what I love about the video was the in the scenes they were showing what they're what they've been up to while they've been away from Girls Generation. So just to run down real quick what you see in the video, um tayon she's still singing, has a solo career, so they showed her on a stage singing. Uh, Su young was on a red carpet premiere because she's acting in korea uh Se-yeon, uh Seon is doing a musical she did a musical so they showed her being like a red car uh, under by a red curtain and do on a stage mm-hmm. um, what else oh Yuna was um doing acting as well they showed her on a green screen and there's this weird octopus monster behind her and so every time i watch reactors it's funny they react like what is that why why (laughs) (laughs) um yuri had a a bunch of people taking photos of her because she was modeling and acting Mm -hmm. and then sunny she's been doing a lot of tv appearances so she was in a limo coming out of a limo and then uh, my favorite member hyoyeon has been a dj and a producer and 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 has her own solo career so she was um shown doing dj sets at a club okay so yeah it was it's just it's good to see that the women are still successful even outside of the group
0: that's good that the group is not their only way of i mean being relevant you know
1: so hoping if they um they do something similar for their 20th anniversary if we don't see them before then
0: so, you got to wait five more years.
1: Yeah. But well, girls' generation uh, uh, fans are patient.
0: There you go. <laughs> well, I actually wanted to um, shout out our different listeners that we have. So, me and my boo, we've been doing this podcast since February, which has been great, very fun. It's flown it, by. It has. I can't believe it. And so, you know, we check from time to time where, what cities and states our listeners are from so today we decided we wanted to shout you out and just say thank you so much for your support and we're just so blessed not to sound sappy but we're so blessed that you are listening to us so please continue no we
1: definitely appreciate everyone who does listen to us thank you boo-boos out there new listeners old listeners og listeners og
0: listeners we really appreciate you everybody so um so I see that we have some listeners in Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to go like back and forth? Or you want me to say all mine? or?
1: Uh, well, yeah, back and Alternate. forth would be fun. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll give people whiplash from East Coast to West Coast. East Coast to West Coast. So you're saying Miami, Florida. Let me start outside of the U.S. first in terms of on the West Coast. We have, uh, I don't know if it's listener or listeners, but from victoria british columbia canada so woo, woo, woo. thank you all canadians
0: yes. um fort lauderdale in the house what's <laughs> up y'all hey
1: <laughs> so, well, so we got two florida cities
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. well we have a couple more
1: <laughs> okay and so we got seattle
0: yay okay. uh, Coral-
1: there's drinking coffee listening to us up there in seattle so.
0: yes the world's very first starbucks uh-huh <laughs> uh coral springs florida we see y'all hey coral springs
1: <laughs> um we got portland oregon they like to stay weird we're weird so they listen to us
0: Yay! <laughs> west palm beach hey
1: and then renton washington that oof, area oof, so... oof.
0: Brum, 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 brum. <laughs> i need an air horn
1: you do no then you might you might uh blow out our listeners ears
0: Tampa. Maybe it's Tom Brady. You know, he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It, it could be. Hey Tom and Giselle.
1: It could be any of the Buccaneers. <laughs> um well I we got Vegas in the house. So Vegas. you know
0: Ooh. they're
1: they're gambling on us.
0: Seven, seven, seven. That's a thoughtsonic song. <laughs> Greenville, North Carolina, where are you at? I see y'all.
1: Okay. And so oh, same with you, Greeley, Colorado. <laughs>
0: Greensboro, South Carolina. Yes. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to us while you have your sweet tea.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to run down um, all the northern, not all of them, but the, several of the northern California cities at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Sacramento area, and we got Stockton, San Francisco. Shout out my sister from there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Union City, <laughs> Walnut Creek. Fairfield and San Jose I was just in Fairfield and yes. then
0: also um for the Sacramento area so shout out to Will I met Will at the Blue Nut Jazz Festival okay, and new friend, new yeah friend. I mentioned to him about the podcast and he let me know that at the Sacramento Fair they do not have fried butter sticks <laughs> <laughs> but he really enjoyed listening so thank you Will appreciate it and then Shout out Maddie, because I know she listens up north. So thank you. She's like a day one listener. So, okay, one of one of our true supporters. Thank, thank you, you. Boo Boo. <laughs> uh, we so um, I'm on the East Coast now, Delaware. Hey, hey, hey. what you doing, hey, Delaware?
1: Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we aware of you now. <laughs> uh, let me do my SoCal cities now. We got San Diego, Chula Vista. So we get getting towards Mexico. We're creeping up into Mexico. Hey. Uh, Palm Springs, Oceanside, Marietta. Uh, that's near Temecula where Cam wants a jazz festival. Maybe. Please, please. Keep,
0: <laughs> keep speaking it into existence.
1: Uh, we got Corona. And then hey. we got LBC, Long Beach. That's Snoop. I yes. know that's Snoop. Yes, Uncle Snoopy listening to us too. <laughs> uh, kicking back and doing the you know what. We got LA, of course, and our 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 area, San Bernardino, Riverside, so yes. forth.
0: Shout out, shout out IE. So I'm gonna go into uh Texas cities. Okay. So Dallas. And i my good friend uh Mike Seth, but I you know want to shout him out. Thank you for listening. Houston, I know that's Beyonce. So thank you,
1: Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Knowles. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Miss Knowles. <laughs> but don't she live on NYC? You mean when she goes back home to visit?
0: Well, I think her and Jay may live in the LA area now well they probably have houses all over but they probably do and then also Austin thank you Austin for listening I want to say that that's um I will it's more than one person but I know my friend Chris (laughs) lives in in Austin so hey hey Dallas Houston and Austin thank (laughs) you for your support yes
1: well um I want to point out a couple weird locations I saw that there was a, a a ping in Kansas and when (laughs) I zoomed
0: Dorothy from uh Wizard of Oz
1: no it wasn't Dorothy but unless she's drowning because it was no (laughs) well because the 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 location tag was in the middle of the Cheney Reservoir in Kansas which is like a river or lake (laughs) and I'm like are they underwater is it a ranger who is this thank you state ranger whoever you might be or underwater sea creature we appreciate you we do (laughs) somehow they make the technology work underwater and but maybe when we're coming out there our sounds are coming up oh my gosh philly hey philly we see you okay philly
0: gino's cheesesteaks pat's cheesesteaks they're right across the street from each other. They are. They and it's, they're both good. I like them both.
1: Okay, I'm glad you acknowledged both and not one over the other. Oh no,
0: I am not trying to start that war. I will I mean, say. Well, I mean, the one, war is
1: already there, but <laughs> I'm not trying to continue the war.
0: I should, I should say that. I will say one has a. Cheese whiz that the consistency is not to my liking. It's Uh kind of watery. Not going to say which one, but you know, the flavor was good. Well, if you know, you know.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the other weird location is somebody listening to us near in Oregon, Uh uh, the Boardman Bombing Range. You know, hey, that's because that's because we're the bomb.
0: Hey. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. And then Columbus, Ohio. So that concludes my list.
1: Okay, well then that's perfect because I finished with the continental US. Now (laughs) we're going over to Europe. Just a few cities in Europe.
0: Hey, Europe.
1: But, uh, and uh, and I have some European friends. So some are probably friends. Some are new listeners, I hope. But, you know, whoever you guys are, we appreciate you. But we got a couple cities in France, like Paris, Paris, Paris. or uh, Nantes. Nantes, France, uh, and then Edinburgh, Scotland, mm-hmm. um, and then Brussels, Belgium. Hey Brussels! Okay, oh, and then um, <laughs> Bonn and Dusseldorf, Germany, Yay. and then a big shout out to Frankfurt, Germany, because that's where my friend Soka is from. so Soka, and Soka and Andy. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of our European cities. I think there are a few more, but there's just uh, like little dots everywhere. And, you know, um, we just want to do a shout out to our listeners who are out there, but we don't want to do the entire globe. Although I'm disappointed with my Asian brothers and sisters because they're not out there listening to us. But you know
0: what? Yes. I was going to say, because we, that's just the opportunity there. We know that we have to go and and grab those listeners. So we're coming for y'all.
1: And And Africa. I was going to say, and we disappointed in Africa too. (laughs) We got no pings in Africa. Yes yes
0: it's coming it's coming so bam 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 bam, bam then, to all the cities yep. and
1: states and then to any of you penguins listening we need a ping from antarctica please so
0: just waddle waddle and listen for our podcast
1: they're the they're the original double c
0: hey get it get it well this has been fun as always Boo
1: of course Any- yeah I've had I always enjoy our sessions together it's so silly
0: <laughs> anything else before we get out
1: of here no I guess just to wrap up again we appreciate y'all so much thank yeah. you
0: and if you want to um, email us you can do so we are at bougie booze podcast at gmail.com you can also send us a dm and our instagram
1: boo on at bougie booze podcast
0: yeah Well, till then,
1: boo. Be bougie. And remember, you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie. Bye. Bye.